let me see. Am I, am I live? Let me know in the comments if you can hear me, if I'm here. I'll just say hello. For those who don't know me, my name is C-Note. I am running this business, which is called Dopamine. It's a mental health empowerment podcast, articles, website. Uh, we focused on personality typology and talk about INTP stuff a lot because I'm an INTP and I like to be able to help INTPs. So I thought I would do this live stream to see if this is something, you know, that can work. Um, we've got some questions here, which is great. And we can kind of go through this. Um, so let me know a few things. So as we go along, since it's like, I'm figuring this out, which means I'm like, this is later at night, I'm using a different angle, there's a different light, if things are, you know, if everything looks good, sounds good, that's all I need to know. So I'm going to make sure the mic's here. I'm using the, the Yeti. This is kind of like a talk show format, <laughs> it feels like. So um, without further ado, so we're going to try this for like 20 to 30 minutes, see how this goes, um, see if you guys join me for you know, continuing to, to want to do this. So let me know as this goes along, if this is something you you're, you're into and interested in. So, um, I, I'm going to answer, there was one question that came in the poll. So if you're not subscribed to this channel, please subscribe because in the community tab, I tend to ask questions, uh, for just to kind of learn what to do, to learn, um, to share what, what's coming, uh, to get some, ideas for future content, I tend to ask people on the community tab what you would like to see. So uh, make sure you're subscribed to the channel for that reason. So I also want to let you know that I have a video dropping at midnight about uh, dealing with the anxiety and stress around what's going on in the world and the INTP reaction to it, which kind of lends to the first question that I got. And, and this is about, this is from Glow Up With Jay. What are you practicing to help navigate limiting anxiety around what's going on with COVID-19 and the global, global pandemic? Um, and how is it impacted and will impact your business? Um, so for me, I'm going to just kind of speak to my experience. The video at that's going to premiere at midnight kind of talks about the general INTP experience a little bit. So, um, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'll, I'll respond to comments and stuff. It kind of distracts me as I see them. But uh, there's basically the, um, uh, with everything that's kind of going on, uh, Molly and I basically have spent time today sort of getting our space in order. So we've been spending a lot of time kind of nesting and getting comfortable because we know we're going to kind of be spending time indoors and being in our own company and making sure that we're we're set up to be creative we're set up to be able to continue to practice things to continue to do uh the the work that we're doing so making youtube videos making articles um you know we went to our studio and we got a bunch of our like painting stuff and drawing and things that we're not only just going to be doing work-wise but things that we can work on for productivity and just being engaged because i think that this you know being hunkered down and being spending a lot of time inside is not just going to be about leisure activities like we're going to make sure to do new things and and try to keep things interesting but ultimately like we're still going to be productive and we're still going to try to enjoy our time while we can um, to manage the anxiety is to basically limit access to opinions i think it can help to be sort of aware of what's going on in the world but the best thing that we've been doing lately because we've been having a hard time with it too is is avoiding opinions and avoiding any kind of feeling that we have to like tell people what to do or get frustrated that people aren't doing what they should be doing if that makes sense um so that's that's one of the best things that we're doing to mitigate things and is it affecting our business yes and yes i will answer your questions anew um i so will it affect your business yes it will affect um it is affecting our business um I don't know if the super chat is working, but if that's something you want to uh, to activate to kind of get your questions put to the top, um, you can certainly do that. And I'll, I'll leave a, a link as well that if you feel like leaving a tip, you absolutely can. But please, you're not not required to 
Um, you're, you're not required to send us anything. We're just always looking for help and we're working on ways to, to make sure that our business is going and that we can still make money as this is going on. So there's certainly nothing wrong with continuing to try to make money as long as you're not, you know, exploiting people or doing anything wrong. Like that's just general morals, I guess you could say. Um, we're doing the best that we can to provide helpful services and make sure to help people deal with this stuff. So that basically is the first question to start. So we have a few questions here. I'm going to do my best to interpret them as best as possible. I know some people are from around the world. So first, first of all, let me know your name. Say hello. Tell Let me know where you're from. Let me know, um, you know, uh, and, and yeah, just let me tell me your name, where you're from. And I would love to know your age if you'd be willing to share that as well. Just kind of getting a sense of of uh, the people that do want to watch this. And if this isn't the best time, obviously some of you are able to be here um, right now, but if there's a, another time of the week that would be best for this, that'd be amazing. So, all right. So I'm going to go through the, some of the list of questions here. The first one is uh, from Jeb Banks. As an INTP, do you ever struggle with feelings of satisfaction or lack thereof? Um, I assume it's the lack of satisfaction. Um, that's that's a really good question because there is, I think part of being an intuitive is, is that perpetual lack of satisfaction because there's more questions to ask all the time. There's always more. I think with being an intuitive, the idea of more is sort of naturally baked into us. So there isn't really a moment I would say where there's like, we're completely satisfied and we're done. <laughs> you know, we're always going to be asking questions. We're always going to be perpetually wanting more, wanting more out of life. But I think how to manage that over time is about readjusting your priorities as to what more means. So if you're going to be talking about, if you're, if we're talking about more material things, if you need more, more rubber bands. I don't, I just happen to have <laughs> my thing of rubber bands here. If you won't need more rubber bands in your life and you're never satisfied with the amount of rubber bands that you have, like how helpful is it for you to continue to want that thing? And I think that's an important assessment that we make throughout our lives is what kinds of things are, are useful to want or are interesting to want or are, are helpful to want, you know, like wanting more love, wanting more connection, like those are, of course, you know, very good, powerful things. Um, wanting to, you know, continue to collect material things may not necessarily be the best thing to do. And, and trying to seek that satisfaction uh, or seeking pleasure in that is different than seeking satisfaction in, in terms of curiosity or in terms of of mental satisfaction. So I think really, if we, 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 uh, if we reframe the question, it's sort of like, what is the difference between pleasure and joy and satisfaction? Uh, you know, pleasure is like, we want more joyous things in our life. We want more chocolate. We want more sex. We want more things that are like temporary pleasures. And it's not that we can't enjoy those things, but sometimes there's a perpetual chase for those things. So I think that's probably the difference. And maybe that's the question that you're really asking is, you know, what is the difference between uh, simple pleasures versus satisfaction? And I think the idea is that at the end of the day, I don't know that there's ever going to be a moment of holistic perpetual satisfaction. Like we just keep living life until we're done and we keep asking questions until we're done by done. I mean, dead <laughs> no longer existing. Uh, so just, it's okay to keep asking questions and it's okay to want more. It's okay to want more things in your life and want to be, want to be better for yourself and wanting to do things, but it's also okay to, you know, it's, it's not okay to, um, uh, to just be, uh, to, to just be complacent, you know, it's okay to keep wanting more. It's totally fine. Um, so the one person just said content versus happiness and, yeah, I mean, it's it's like perpetual joy versus temporary feelings, right? Happiness, I think Naval said that happiness 
is peace in motion. That means peace is when you're kind of still and quiet and calm and you're getting peace from your mind. And happiness long term is learning how to take that peace from meditation, from living moment to moment, and being able to take that and take it with you as you go through life. When you're dealing with difficult things, when you're faced with someone who's being a difficult person, uh, when you're trying to assess you know, your relationships, your romances, things like that, that, you know, to be able to bring a sense of peace with you is going to have going to help you kind of clear your mind and make better decisions. So one of the best things that I think you can do is to become satisfied with simply being still and being by yourself and enjoying, you know, quiet and peace of mind, peace from your mind, so that you can take that with you wherever you go so that you're not seeking external satisfaction or external validation. But it comes from yourself. And it comes from within. I hope that makes sense. And I hope that satisfies the answer. Um, it is a little tough to be on the spot. Usually I take a lot of time to think about these questions. So doing the best I can, I appreciate you for, for your patience and being involved in this. Um, so keep asking questions. I will continue to get them to them as I go along. So Anu, you asked quite a few questions. So we're going to go through and try to <laughs> kind of figure out what it is you're, you're, you're asking here. So when someone shows me or tells me something important for him, should I act as if I care? Um, okay, so the, there's other different questions. So when someone shows me or tells me something important for them, should I act as if I care? Um, that's a really tricky question for an I. That's a very INTP question, uh, which is good. That's a very good question to ask. Um, what I think is, I think sometimes you got to play the game. And the thing is that if you have something important that you eventually want to share with them, why should they act as if they care? And I think that's something we always need to consider that, you know, when we have something that we're excited about, it can be really easy for us to just throw it all at them and expect them to care. Uh, and for us, we're just like, it's information. Of course they care, but it's not, it's not that simple. I, I think when someone's, you know, you're trying to create connections with people, I think at least faking it a little bit is totally okay. And I think, again, it's just kind of like playing the game. It doesn't mean you're being dishonest and you don't have to say that you don't care, but maybe you can ask questions to make it so that you care so that therefore you're then not lying. Right? So if someone's trying to show you or tell you some, tell you something that's important to them, and it's not yet important to you, maybe it's a matter of just listening and listening for what will make it important to you because you don't know yet. And sometimes there's a curiosity. If you're a curious person and you're, you're, you're wondering what's going on in this person's mind, it will make it that much more interesting to pay attention to what someone is trying to say to you. So curiosity, I think is the cure for feeling like you don't care about what somebody has to say, you know, ask them questions and continue to allow them to elaborate. Because I think one of the things that is most helpful for any INTP is to just be curious, to be curious about anything. Even if that's someone that presents you with, they're talking about carburetors and you're like, I don't really care about carburetors, but like you can start to ask questions to figure out why they care about carburetors. Maybe there's something in their personal story that's interesting. Maybe there's a, a social question you can ask that will help you uh, discern, you know, emotions become curious. And I think ultimately, if you're going to want to connect and you're going to eventually want people to be in your support system, like eventually we're going to need people to care about what we say. And if we expect anyone to care about what we say, then we have to give a little bit as well to care about what they say. Does that make sense? So hopefully that kind of answers the question. Certainly you can ask a follow-up if that doesn't fully make sense. That's totally fine. And if you're watching this on the replay, please leave your questions anyway, because I might take some of these questions and make full videos out of them in the future. So the next question from Anu is do all INTPs hate relationships? No, I'm in a wonderful relationship. <laughs> like I, I think 
I think there's um, that's part of the sort of the misnomer of INTPs and some of the stereotypes that I'm trying to battle against is trying to put INTPs out of this sort of drama perspective, drama triangle, either being the victim, the villain or the hero and put them into an empowerment frame. And, um, okay. There might be some buffering issues, but that's fine. Um, so I'm going to move my phone away cause it's also on Wi-Fi, and it might be messing the signal up. I'm just going to throw that over there. Um, so what was the question again? Do all INTPs hate relationships? So getting into an empowerment frame, I think is incredibly important for any INTP. And that's why I do the work that I do. Let me just like move this over here. There we go. That'll be better. Um, that's nope, not great. Okay. <laughs> uh, so getting into an empowerment frame is about, again, being curious about wanting to connect with people, wanting to see people as something that's interesting and developing a sense of curiosity about them. Um, I think INTPs can have a difficult time with relationships because it's not something we naturally care about. So I know for me, when I was a kid and I went to school and I was having difficulties in school, whether it's because I was an INTP or because I was dealing with ADHD, that I would just simply say I didn't care or that I hated something instead of admitting that I was inept at something. And I think that's true for many INTPs, that it's very easy for us to say that we don't care about something when in actuality, we're just not good at it. <laughs> and we're basically avoiding it so that we don't have to admit that we're not great at it. So an INTP saying that they hate relationships and hating the maintenance of their relationship basically means that a lot of INTPs are just simply not naturally attuned to what makes for a healthy or good relationship. And that's why I created the Finding and Maintaining Relationships course for INTPs. I'll, I'll put it in the description here. Uh, if you go to dopamine.teachable.com, there's a course there. And Molly, my partner and I, we made uh, we made basically the this this big course around how to maintain relationships, to find the best relationship for you, dating, uh, connection, and even how to end relationships. So go check that out because that's going to have a lot of really, really important stuff there. Um, so let's see what more from a new, if a girl who doesn't like, uh, who I don't like told me that she loves me, what is the best way to refuse? Um, I'm going to read down a couple of your questions here. People say that we are like robots just because of there's their way of thinking doesn't suit us. Uh, I'm trying to reinterpret what you're asking. Hold on. I'm going to take a moment to breathe because I'm talking a lot and keep asking your questions. I'm, I'm really, really excited that you're, you know, you're here doing this. Um, let's see. People say that we are like robots just because their way of thinking doesn't suit us. Uh, and I insulted my best friend's girlfriend by accident. I said, I just, I just said the truth, quote unquote, and he hasn't called me since then. Should I lie and say, I'm sorry, it is my fault? Um, do, 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 do. Sorry, I asked a lot, but okay. So let's, let's talk about this first question. So if, if a girl who I don't like told me that she loves me, what is the best way to refuse? Uh, to be honest, <laughs> to be honest, but um, to be honest, but in a slow way. I think slow is maybe the best way to approach being softer when it comes to being an INTP delivering more of an emotional truth. Cause simply just saying like, well, I don't like you go away. Isn't, isn't, it's just not nice. <laughs> and uh, So just letting her know, like, I think genuinely, I mean, if it were me and somebody was into me and I couldn't say yes, I think I would give them some sort of appreciation first, because first of all, they're acknowledging that they see you and they appreciate you as a person. Like that's flattering no matter who the person is. Uh, so just start with basically some sort, it's like giving a constructive criticism. You always deliver some sort of good news first before you deliver the truth. And it doesn't mean you're lying, you know, but if you genuinely appreciate that this person like 
they saw you and they appreciate you, I'd be like, I, I appreciate that you noticed me. I appreciate that, you know, that, uh, that you think I'm important and that, that you feel this way about me. I'm just, I'm not in a place in my life where that's something I want. And I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not into that. I'm not into you. I'm not, you know, so whatever that, however that translates, I'm not going to give you a script, but the idea is to just deliver some sort of soft truth first before you deliver the harsh truth, uh, is usually the, one of the best ways to approach that. Um, so then you had this little story about, uh, insulting your best friend's girlfriend, quote unquote, I just said the truth and he hasn't called me since. Should I lie and say, I'm sorry, is it my fault? If you care about the relationship with your best friend and your best friend's girlfriend, um, I think it's important to analyze like what exactly it is that you are, that happened, not necessarily about the truth. It's not about the information. It's about how people reacted in the moment. Uh, sometimes just delivering harsh truth isn't helpful. You know, it's about considering which truths are helpful it's sort of thinking about your introverted thinking and extroverted feeling polarity, like what, what truth actually exists and is helpful. So it's not about just saying, you know, it's the truth and you just have to deal with it. Like that's not helpful, right? <laughs> uh, if you're being rude about it, if somebody finds you to be insulting, then there's, there's usually another way to express that. And I think the responsibility lies in in checking yourself and taking a moment to think about how you said it, what you said, and if the relationship with your friend is as important as you say it is, then to have a calm discussion about it and to figure out where you can go from there. So let's, I'm just going to keep moving on because we're getting some questions and I want to get to the, the newer questions. Um, so I'm going to take a moment to read through. I personally think you don't have to change yourself. Everything has its expiry date like food. I mean, yeah, uh, that's important. Don't change who you are. I'm not asking you to lie. I'm not asking you to be dishonest. I'm not asking you to no longer find information to be important, but information plus emotional check-in and just having some empathy for someone's response and what they care about is important. Uh, okay. I hope that helped Anu. If there's any other further comments, you can totally ask from there. I got to fix my, um, the thing here. Let's do that. Also, it would help me a lot to let me know how I'm doing, <laughs> if it's going okay. Um, if these are good answers, if this is helpful to you, please, please, please let me know. That would be a big deal. The only reason I'm leaving my cash app link there is because I, I think I set up super chat and it wasn't quite working. And, um, so if I'm where, where you want to support, cause like I mentioned at the top of the show, Molly and I are, you know, I had a bunch of events set up for this year that was going to be a bunch of basically our livelihood for the rest of the year. But since this, you know, situation's happening around the world, it's kind of affecting us. So any support you can offer, that would be amazing. Let's see. Um, learning to listen to people before you start talking is important for building a connection. I've made sensors listen to me about MBTI by being an attentive listener only. What are the points of focus that lead to the quickest development as an ITP? This is coming from Cerelius, S-E-R-A-L-I-U-S. Um, what are the points of focus that lead to the quickest development as an ITP? I think extroverted intuition as a whole. Like if I, you know, Personality Hacker talks about this quite a bit, that the biggest point of growth is to, to to experience some novelty and to get out of your own head. I think there's there's two points there that I think the biggest point of development is, is twofold. It's to try new things, even the old things that you appreciate. Like for me, I love video games. I grew up playing video games. I, I was a Nintendo kid. Uh, I also have 
played Sega Genesis. Like the first time I played Sonic the Hedgehog was in a movie theater and it was the, one of the greatest experiences of my life. I really enjoy it. And video game music has been a staple of my life. So what I do is that instead of just listening to the soundtracks of these music, of this music, of these video games, I will listen to new versions of these video games. So I will listen to like a metal mix of Green Hill Zone uh, from the first stage of Sonic the Hedgehog, or I will, you know, go to uh, find like a, I don't know, jazz band or something like some, some weird interpretation that is kind of different, but still excites the back of your brain, which is the, the introverted sensing part of your brain. And the other part is just basically introducing novelty into your life. I think getting into a frame of mind of asking, have I done this before? And then deciding to do something different and accessing the bravery to do something different, I think is important. Uh, that means sometimes, you know, if you haven't been down a road before, like you have, I'm sure there are roads in your neighborhood that you've never walked down before. And it's just simply being curious enough to walk down a different street and look at the houses and see what they look like and see if there's anything different and add it to your internal map. Um, you'd be amazed at how much, you'd be amazed at how much information you could gather by just experiencing something new and the the common theme between going and experiencing new things and being able to get a hit of nostalgia or be able to get some peace from your mind like i've talked about before is to basically that to get a get some peace from your mind uh because our brains are working all the time and I know for me to be productive, I have to, I have to continue to sometimes know when I'm going in circles, when I think my strength as a particular INTP, as a productive, creative INTP, one of my strengths is knowing when I'm going in circles. So literally today, while Molly and I were cleaning up, I'd be trying to solve a problem about like where something needs to sit in our space. And if there is something that is that need like a problem that needs to be solved if i'm sitting there and i'm just staring at it and i'm trying to like ruminate in my head and i'm like oh i can't get this thing figured out i know that i need to go do something else because usually while i go do something else my brain is working in the background and then i'll figure out what to do next or i need to brainstorm with someone so usually I need to like, in that instance, I needed to call Molly over and get her perspective. Um, sometimes that means uh, asking or brainstorming with someone, like I said, or just being able to take a break, go do something else. Uh, arguably, I don't do a lot of celebrity typing. I try to stay away from that. I feel like that harms uh, typers sense of authority. <laughs> but I think I think uh, Dr. House is most likely an example of an INTP that every time he gets a problem that he needs to solve, he stares at it for a while and then he goes and does something else. And it's usually while he's doing something else that he solves the problem. And I think INTPs would benefit the most in their development from learning to step away from something when they're stuck. So try something new, get some peace from your mind, and then you know, be, be sure to give yourself a break from your own mind because our brains are churning from the second we wake up until we go to sleep. So give your mind a rest. I think that's incredibly important. So that question was from Damien. He's from Macedonia, 18-year-old INTP, and he's been looking at and studying MBTI for two years. So thank you for being here. I appreciate that. I'm going to play an ad real quick and take a swig of water. I'll be right back. Okay. So I'm not sure if that, I'm not sure how that works. I think it just adds an ad afterwards, but <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, all right, let's go through some more questions. What is life for you? That's, that's vague. <laughs> Can you give me more specifics about what is life? Like, what does life look like? What is it? 
what does that mean? What is life for you? Uh, I'll, I'll go back to that. <laughs> Maybe there's an abstract way to answer that. But um, uh, Noodly Chaotic Mind, which is a great name, uh, says, hello, everyone. Hello, C-Note. How is everything going today? Uh, I'm good. I'm doing well. Despite everything going on in the world, like Molly and I took time to clean up and change our space around. And um, that that feels pretty good. I think we're kind of nestled in and ready to, to get some work done. Um, do you tune in and out of conversation frequently when the information others provide isn't interesting? Um, I don't know that I tune out when it isn't interesting. I think sometimes emotional information can get tuned out. Um, I'll usually admit it. I'll just kind of like embarrassingly admit it. Like I kind of zoned out. Can you say that again? Or give me the cliff notes or something like that. Um, or I'll stop them and I'll just be like, can you hold on one second? Sorry. I tuned out. Can you, you know, backpedal, do it again. Um, you know, I think, I think anything that is quote unquote embarrassing is just kind of funnier when you just admit it. <laughs> so I just admit it when I tune out. Um, I certainly do that. Sometimes I will review conversations while I'm having them. So that's when I kind of tune out as well. So if somebody says something that triggers it, that triggers my introverted sensing, I will sort of space out and go into a different space because that's what introverted sensing is. Your tertiary function is um, our meditative space. And it's usually triggered by, by totems. Some, whether that's a word or music or a reference to something, our mind will click back to something. So if I, you know, if I show you Mega Man, your mind might be triggered of memories of having to deal with the Metal Man stage or something like that, right? <laughs> uh, and, and you know, sometimes you'll, you'll tune, that'll make you tune out depending on what someone says. So uh, I do tune out and I would say that's perfectly normal. And I would say that, um, you know, don't worry about it, but don't, pretend like it's not something that happened. <laughs> it's okay to, to say like, okay, I kind of tuned out and it's not that I don't think your stuff's important. I just, can you try to say it again? And it takes practice to hold space for different kinds of, um, different kinds of conversation, you know, cause it's, 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 it's not easy to care about things that other people care about. But I think if you start to open your mind to curiosity. I think more and more conversations become interesting and you'll just ask questions to keep any conversation going. And, and that takes time and practice. Um, somebody asked, have you ever done pickup? Uh, no, I'm not a, that's not my thing. Um, I know some people who have, <laughs> who actually trained in it. Uh, and that's like kind of a part of psychology, but there's a lot of tricky things around that. Uh, involving sort of you know, treating people correctly and stuff like that. So I think there are ways to, if you're trying to like, you know, get a date or get someone to go home with you at the bar or something, there's probably ways that you could do that. That isn't uh, about manipulation. Cause I think the, the, the inherent underlying sort of tone of that is an aspect of manipulation, but I think it's really just about being brave enough to say hi and be curious and ask questions and get to know someone. And from there you can kind of make something happen. So that's just, that's the way I'd rather approach it. So uh, let's see, you guys are talking to each other, which is great. Um, as a YouTuber, don't you feel that this platform YouTube is biased to extroverts um, and the world is biased to extroverts? Um, I mean, it's an extroverted activity. Yeah, I would say so. I think, I think any expression, but that doesn't mean that extroverts are better at YouTube, but just, 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 that's just not true. Um, I think creativity is not unique to any personality type and creativity is just a matter of, you know, using some of your complex thinking to figure your way around it. So if you're, you know, like I'm not going to do a vacation vlog and stuff like that. Right. Um, so that's just me understanding my own limitation of my personality and, and what is going to best suit me. And it's not about 
having to pretend to be extroverted. I'm going to be extroverted in this situation because I'm listening to you guys and we're kind of in this together. So it's inherently extroverted, but you know, I've had practice with this. I do videos, I do coaching, I do all of this. So I'm a bit of a trained extrovert and you can train yourself a little bit to be more extroverted than you might naturally be. So I do feel like YouTube and like TikTok and stuff like that is a little bit more biased towards the extrovert expression, meaning I wouldn't even use the word biased. I would just say that it's kind of built for that. Um, and with the internet having been, you know, built for introverts from the inception, you know, we've had private chat rooms and, and, you know, everybody in their room and their boxers talking to each other. I think it is nice that YouTube and TikTok allows for extroverts to express themselves in ways that are, you know, they don't have to bend and be introverted. So I wouldn't expect introverts to bend to be extroverted more than they need to. So for me, I'm just talking like I'm, I'm in my house. I've got a light on me. I'm with you guys, but like, it's like, we're just sitting around the living room chatting. It's like, you know, and I, I, I'm not trying to be something I'm not. And I think if you're trying to be creator, um, that's really the core of it. Like you don't have to be something you're not. So if you're an introvert, just like use that to your advantage and don't try to push yourself too hard. Um, you gotta push yourself a little bit, you know, do some, you gotta like speak up and, you know, use your words like a human, like an adult, but it's totally okay to, uh, to, to consider that you're an introvert and you don't necessarily need to be something else. Right. So since we have a lot of good questions, I'm going to keep going a little bit. Um, have you ever felt like you are tired? This is from, that question last time actually was from Quas Tro, Tro, Cross Trey W Quas W99. You know who you are. <laughs> um, Taha Sharif, have you ever felt like you are tired of analyzing and your mind is exhausted and you can't do anymore and nothing is working out? I'm trying to. Um, uh, yeah, it's. It's basically, I'll, I'll kind of elaborate on that a little bit more because I think um, I actually just watched the Mark Marin stand-up special and he kind of talks about this a little bit where it's like um, back in the day when you had to stand in line and wait for things, you just waited for things. It, you know, it wasn't like you could look at your phone and keep yourself busy and keep your mind busy. Uh, I think that's one of the challenges of today's world is like everything keeps your mind busy. And we have to deliberately stop our mind from doing what it's doing. Um, it doesn't mean to avoid thoughts. It doesn't mean to avoid emotions. It simply means to deliberately take time to meditate, to zone out. It's okay to just sit and wait and listen to the birds or to put on a meditation app or something and just sit there and be. It's okay to just be and either let your mind wander or to just be in the physical present. It's okay to just look at something for a while. Um, Molly and I like to just go to the park and we should do that more often. And I always say that I should do that more often. I'm working on meditating more often. I try to do some, uh, Molly and I are just talking about doing like yoga in the morning or like Qigong or Tai Chi or something like that because like I said, Naval, who's a really great person to follow, he talks about peace from mind because our minds are churning all the time. We're distracted by things all the time. There's just so much going on in our world that, you know, it's there's so much to think about. And all of the best things in our life that we appreciate, sunsets, orgasms, <laughs> they're all things that give us a break from the chaos of the world and our minds and what's going on and emotional experiences. It's just about getting a moment to just sigh and relax. You know, sometimes just take a moment to just breathe out. Um, I think those are some of the best ways to actually do that. So have I ever felt tired of analyzing and, you know, being exhausted by that? Yeah. Yeah. Usually if you're trying to force your mind to analyze something and you're exhausted and nothing's working, that means you need to put it down and go somewhere else. Like I said, go do something else. I promise you it'll work out every single time. 
And the better you get at recognizing that moment when you're stuck, that you need to literally put something down and move away, you, you will become much more productive, more creative, uh, and actually, you know, live a happier life and just enjoy being a person. It's okay to be a person. It's okay to just exist. That's fine. You don't have to be someone that's solving a problem. You don't have to be someone that's doing something or connecting with someone. You could just be a person. That's totally fine. Um, I'm going to take another swig of water and just put another ad in here real quick. Okay. So I'm definitely going to stop at seven at the latest. Um, we'll keep going through some of these. So um, I hope, hope all of that makes sense. Let me know if you're question feels answered for sure. Um, let's see. I think every INTP has felt that Taha, it's life for us. It's not something easy I can say. Yeah, relationships can be painful. Um, okay. Yeah, relationships are tough. You know, it's not, it's not easy for anyone. I think that's, I think that's something that INTPs have to remember is that, you know, relationships, they're, all challenging in some way or another. They take some form of work, um, you know, and, and the work is just communicating. It's connecting. It's making sure that you're being honest about what's going on in your mind and being curious about your partner and, uh, you know, fulfilling some of their love languages. Yeah, it takes time to just get to know someone. And I think for INTPs, that can sometimes feel harder, but it's hard for everybody. There's a lot of personality types that are having challenges with relationships all the time. And if you can't figure out the problem, then seek external help. There's no, there's nothing wrong at all with asking for help, especially since our extroverted intuition is about brainstorming. So you being here and asking questions is a very good start. Um, but there's probably someone in your life that is better at relationships and could probably help you with that. So don't be afraid to ask them. All right. Let me know if the audio works because I just realized that the thing came out. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully that captured all my talking because that would be sucky. Um, the live has replayed. Okay. Uh, okay. It's still streaming for me. All right. I'm just going to keep, I'm going to keep going. And if this works, this works. This is why we're testing this. This is technically a beta test. So thank you for being here. Um, trying to just figure this out. It's totally fine. So, um, I'm feeling a little more relaxed. I think at first I was real heightened and excited. It's really hard to do this. Um, so let's see. Have you ever tried to make a system? It's never accurate for human behaviors. What do you think? And you're doing great, by the way. Thank you for that. Um, have you ever tried to make a system? It's never accurate for human behaviors. Yeah. I think that that kind of speaks to theory versus testing behavior, right? Um, I think, I think a lot of INTPs, I know for me, I've experienced this where I felt like something is going to work in my mind. And then I do it in reality, like literally rearranging something. And then I do it and I'm like, that doesn't work at all. <laughs> and, um, and there's nothing to be embarrassed about by that. Um, it just means you have to recalibrate. That means you have to try something else. And when it comes to like building a system of some kind, um, you know, you're trying to, let's say you're trying to get someone through like a sales funnel or you're trying to, you're trying to influence, you know, the way someone moves through a space or something like that. And basically how, you, how we work it out in our mind is, is theory. It's theory in our mind. It could be workshopped and perfect in our mind. We wish we could just literally take it out of our brain and put it into reality. And the truth is that the effort that it takes to put it from our mind into reality, there's going to be things that happen along the way. You're going to get feedback from people. Uh, the measurements might not be accurate. The way someone responds might not be what you thought it was going to be. And 
that's just how it goes. That's just part of the process. That's just part of figuring out how to be a person and how to create things. That's part of the creative process, honestly, that if you're trying to create a system and you're trying to put something out into the world, it is about testing it and being willing to put it out there. That's why I want INTPs to be brave about putting things out there because we're going to get feedback. And I think sometimes we don't want feedback because we've spent so much time creating this delicate process to keep to creating this wonderful thing that we're attached to it. You know, we have an ego attachment to it where our heart is in it. We love this thing. So when we put it out into the world and someone says, eh, it's not quite right, or it doesn't quite work. We're like, well, ugh, that's, that's frustrating. That sucks. So to, to learn over time, how to take criticism is, is valuable because you get less afraid of putting things out there and just understand that critiquing and getting feedback from the external world is part of the process. Um, so having developing the bravery to put something out there is a matter of experience. So that just means that if you're trying to do something, you just have to keep doing it. You have to keep trying it. You have to keep putting it out there. Uh, I hope that makes sense. I hope that answers your question. So let's see. Um, let's see. INTB is making FE system sucks, but look up David Snyder. I don't know who that is, but I'm sure that's great. Um, let's see. I'm glad you guys are helping each other and answering each other's questions and doing all that stuff too. Like, that's great. That's what I want. I want community. And I want you to do that in other INTP videos that I have as well. So if you haven't gone through and watched other ones, again, I've got one dropping at midnight tonight about sort of dealing with stress and um, how we can turn our stress from drama into more of an empowerment angle. I think that's incredibly powerful. So, and go and go back to other videos, leave comments, be a part of the community, connect, share your favorite videos with people that you care about. And sometimes you can literally, if, if someone doesn't understand you and one of my videos explains how you feel, you can literally just send them the video. <laughs> that's totally fine. Um, and always let me know if there are topics, questions, you can hit me up at let's go see note on Twitter usually. And let me know about that if you have any questions. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. In my country, the time now is 1228 AM and I should sleep, but I can't waste this live. <laughs> uh, thank you for that. Anu. I appreciate you. If there's a better time, please let me know. I'm on Eastern standard time in the U S. So if you guys are on like a different part of the world. Mostly I will definitely adjust that. I will try different times of day. Um, for now, I'm going to try to, for now, I'm going to try to just kind of do this once a month. Um, give it time for you guys to, to come up with more questions and, um, you know, we'll work that all out. So let's see, I'm starting to discuss MBTI and other psychology topics on my channel. What is a good tip for a beginner as a fellow INTP? How do you handle stress? Um, okay. So let me go back to the beginner question. So I'm starting to discuss MBTI and other psychological tips, topics on my channel. What is a good tip for a beginner? So, okay. A couple tips because I am a digital producer. So doing all of this with like photo, video, graphic design, podcasting, I've been doing this for like two decades. Uh, the psychology stuff I've been doing only for a few years. So I'm kind of merging the two worlds right now. Um, what I would say for a beginner is first of all, Think about what I call your starter marketing Pokemon. So if you're trying to put an idea out there, think about whether you're comfortable on video, audio, or writing. Pick one of those things and start there. And usually the first thing that you make translates to the other things. So this, for example, I could extract this and put it on a podcast feed, and then I can have someone trans uh, transcribe it and put it on a you know, put it on an article or something like that, or I can write it out myself or extract a topic and do that. Um, so that's probably a first tip there. Second would be to ask questions and be curious, find out what people want to talk about, find out what topics people are interested in. And when you're being a creative person uh, and you're putting anything out there, you're probably going to have to start with the low hanging fruit. So do some of the obvious topics first. 
uh, talk about relationships, talk about whatever is something that you know, and share that with people. Even if it's just literally information, that's totally fine. Start there and your voice will develop over time. Um, the next thing would be to have a light to either, you don't necessarily need to have a good camera. It's okay if you have a DSLR and you could do it through your PC and all of this stuff, like great. But most phone cameras are awesome. So set it up against like a book and make sure that the camera view is either level or above you. This sort of like below the chin sort of look is not flattering for anyone. <laughs> I see that all the time with people using their laptops and their webcams and it's sort of looking up and you can see everyone's like 16 chins. It's not a good look. <laughs> so make sure that you're level or a little bit above or the camera's basically above you looking down a little bit. That'll, that'll be a little bit more flattering. Um, and then make sure your audio is good. So make sure you have, even if you use like a, you know, like headphones and you have like the little mouthpiece, that's totally fine. Like don't worry so much about quality. Quality will develop over time. So basically, you know, as a beginner is to think about those things, you know, whether you're going to do video, audio, or written word, think about making sure that you have good lighting or natural lighting in front of a window. Um, if you have a good camera, use that and audio, make sure your audio is good more than anything else. Um, and that's really it. If you have more specific questions, I'll certainly answer that as best as I can as we go along. So, and if you want to keep asking me questions, you know, I do coaching for various things. So I will do one-on-one -on -one time when it comes to, uh, production stuff or with MBTI stuff. So if you need coaching around development, um, you can reach out to me for that sort of thing and, and all of that as well. Uh, let's see. So we got about 10 minutes. Let me just kind of answer a few more questions. Uh, as a fellow INTP, how do you handle stress? Uh, that video is coming at midnight, so just keep an eye out for that. If you go to dopamine.life now, there is an article up there about how each personality type copes with stress. Uh, there's a little blurb about INTPs, but the video that's coming out at midnight is gonna be all about INTP specifically. And it's a long video, it's like 32 minutes. There's a lot of stuff in there. I kind of went crazy. <laughs> so it's it's pretty good and I'm really excited about it. So I hope you go check that out. And if you're not subscribed to the channel, please subscribe, hit the bell icon because you'll get the notification once the video goes live. Um, let's see, just a random question, favorite Nintendo game and why? Uh, I always oscillate between The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past and Super Metroid. Those are just games that I grew up playing. I, I think Super Metroid is probably the one the super metroid i feel like every time i play it i kind of forget where everything is i just love the pace of it i love everything just it just feels like the perfect game to me and the the soundtrack is so good the atmosphere is amazing uh i just i really appreciate it so i would say super metroid and link to the past number two because i am just a sucker for zelda games I, A Link to the Past is also another game where I just kind of forget where everything is. So that's what just kind of like makes it fun every time I go back to it. Uh, let's see, new video I need to watch when it comes out. Yes, please watch that when it comes out. Also, I'm putting out videos basically Thursday nights, but if you guys want more videos per week, I'm, I'm open to doing that. I just need to know that that's something that you would like. And if, if that's something that you know, there are particular topics you want to talk about. I'm happy to do more videos. You know, I'm trying to make this work. I'm trying to both, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to pay the bills, honestly. You know, I'm trying to help you guys. I'm trying to make sure that we're building a community here. We're trying to connect. I want INTPs to connect to each other. I want INTPs to be empowered. I don't want the same conversations on Reddit about INTPs being lazy and stupid because that's just not true at all. Um, there's opportunities to grow. There's opportunities to connect. And I'm here to support you in that. So, you know, watching these videos helps support me. Getting involved in our Patreon helps us as well. And checking out our courses at dopamine.life or dopamine.teachable.com supports us as well. And we also have our email list on the website. So go check that out. I've got a personality type um, quiz that I'm working on. You know, people have the quizzes to like know your type. I'm actually working on a chat bot. So if you guys would want to be a beta tester for that, 
let me know because I would I would love for people to test that out. I might have that out within the next two weeks, but I'll, I'll let you know for sure. Um, let's see. I have time for probably one or two more questions. Um, want to say that I appreciate the thing you do here on YouTube because there's not much thinkers who focus that much on mental health and you have very insightful things to say, not only for INTPs. Thank you for that. That means a lot. Uh, do you have a personal page or something like that so we can chat or anything? Um, yes. If you go to Twitter, Twitter is usually where I spend most of my time. Uh, let's go C note is the, uh, the link. I'll post the link here right now, real quick. Twitter.com. I can't type and talk at the same time. Slash. Let's go see note. Okay. So yes, follow me there on Twitter. That is where we can connect. Um, you can ask me questions. I'm, I'm very, I'm conservative with my time. So there are, ask me questions and I will get back to you when I can. Um, if you do want one-on-one -on -one time, meaning if we want to get on a Zoom call or Skype, uh, connect and give you some advice and insight. I do coaching. So ask me about that. If that's something you're interested in, um, right now with everything that's going on around the world, I just want to be able to support people and help people connect to each other. So I'm offering a pay as you want for coaching, profiling, things like that. If you're interested in any of that, just reach out to me and we'll talk about what we can do there. From my experience. Um, thank you for answering my question. You're welcome. Noodly chaotic mind. Appreciate you. Um, from my experience to my fellow INTPs, don't get obsessed with your personality. Just realize it and try to benefit from it and move on because that's not hard. To ch that's not that hard to change. Um, I'm more of an extrovert now than I was an introvert. Great. I mean, yeah, I, you know, that's another thing too. It's, it's really hard to detach from, uh, psychology and personality types as like, it's not a religion, you know, it's a tool. It's something that is a way for you to assess your experience. And that's why I talked about it as like being a tool for managing your day-to-day -day mental health. That's why this is about empowerment. This is something to help you navigate life so that if you're stuck and you're going in circles, you can ask someone and have this language to say like, can you help me figure out like what's going on? Um, this language has helped me connect with you guys to give support and to give advice. And, um, it's a lot of fun. So I'm, I appreciate you guys for letting me do this. Uh, and it's, it's about, it's about you at the end of the day. Uh, I, I've been through a lot of things. I've had a lot of challenges and I just want to make things easier for INTPs. Cause I see, I see how much of a challenge it is out there. I see a lot of people, a lot of INTPs who are upset and they're trolling because they don't know how to admit that they're feeling something and I just want to give you space to feel something and to express it. That's all. Uh, so thanks for answering, asking the question so far. I think your YouTube channel has a bright future. Keep it up. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So that's, I think that's perfect. That's a perfect place to end. That's a perfect place to stop. Um, thank you guys all for being here. Thank you for watching. Um, there've been kind of people coming in and out, but if you've watched this on the replay, keep asking questions. Let me know what questions you would like me to see full videos on to, to do full videos on or podcast episodes or articles. And I will do the best I can to satisfy those. Um, I'm not the be all end all of everything, but I will do the best that I can. I will research things. I will ask questions uh, and I'll just give you something to think about. Again, I'm just trying to be a coach. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm not here to tell you what to think. I'm just giving you something to think about. And I'm trying to put positivity into the world because I think we all kind of need it. So um, uh, don't get me wrong. It's necessary and you are doing amazing. Thank you, Taha. I appreciate you. Thank you, Anu. Thank you, Taha. Thank you, um, Ashy Ashes. Uh, there's Noodly Chaotic Mind. Uh, let's see who else is on here. There was one other person. I missed your name. Where'd it go? Oh, no. uh, Zempow. Sorelius, uh, there's a lot of really great people. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for answering, asking these questions. Keep asking questions. Keep being curious about yourself and other people. Again, we have programs. So the latest one was finding and maintaining relationships for INTPs. I'm going to be working on one soon about being productive as an INTP and how to manage that. So that keep an eye on that in the next month or two. 
And uh, I've got a lot of things I'm working on. We're going to be spending a lot of time inside in the next few weeks. So there's stuff coming. We're going to keep working on things. Keep an eye on the podcast. Go subscribe to the podcast at dopamine.life. Make sure you're subscribed to this channel. Um, We've got links to everything and all of our stuff, patreon.com. Any bit of support is absolutely amazing. So thank you. Hearts, love. Uh, I got hearts right here. (laughs) I appreciate you guys. That's everything. Take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll catch you next time on dopamine. See you guys.